Radio. What's going on, everybody? We're back. This is episode 186 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Kevin, and um, yeah, you guys are about to have any fucking fun this week or Kevin, next week. Kevin is pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pre. I've, I was yes, pre pissed well, off is a good thing. So I mean, let's be let's be fair then. That'll technically technically be three weeks in a row that are no fun for anybody mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, we usually don't talk to each other about what we're the other one's covering. But when you mentioned it, it was like, I have heard a little bit about these guys, and they are fucking gross. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into it real so quick. So you're doing a cult. Yeah. Because that's what the, the die demanded yes. of you. The cube. Yes. So Kevin said, for this week, my die roll ended up on a cult, which was just terrible luck of the draw for you all. Yeah, for our <laughs> for our self-proclaimed yeah. local cult expert. Yeah. It's only because he works for one. Yeah, well, sure. No, I don't. Kinda. They're a customer of yours. Listen, we won't. I, they're talk not your them. employer, but they. We won't talk. They about employ them. your employer. We won't talk about them. I've heard they make good sandwiches. That's all I'm saying. I don't give a fuck. I don't know, man. Anyway, uh, I decided decided to look up some cults that are lesser known cults, and I came across a list of list of them, and I looked into them and. How much they had been covered, which is not really too much of a concern to me. But anyway, I just ended up choosing, you know, one. Mm-hmm. There was several contenders. I just want to tell you that. Um, um, the Ant Hill Kids is what we're going to be covering. One of our one of our um, listeners is going to fucking flip because the show that he came to us mutually from covered this and like. That's we kind of became friends because he's like, "Oh shit, you listen to Time Suck?" And I'm like, "Bitch, of course I listen to Time Suck. Dan Cummins is awesome." So he's going to be like, "Oh fuck, this is going to be good." Except it's not going to be good because it's these guys and they are fucking terrible. So, um it it was a close one I have to say, though. Between this one and a cult from Brazil who <laughs> yeah, who believe God is not real and that Jesus is an alien. How the fuck did you not pick something that had a cult and an alien in it? Are you feeling okay? Are things okay at home? Listen, I didn't want to go with the obvious Show one, me okay? on the doll where he touched you. There. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody asking, he indicated his mouth and then his butthole. Uh-huh. Yep. You got it. Mouth and butt. My two favorite. No, never mind. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, so- <laughs> end that thought immediately before I jump on it, please. Uh, so the man of the hour and the leader of this cult is a man by the name of Roush. Yes. Uh, I know. Yeah. R-O-U-C-H-E. No, R-O-C-H. Ah, whatever. Um, Moses, but that's one of the names he goes by, went by. He goes by a few others. So you're trying to tell me that a guy that ran a cult gave himself a Bible name? Like right off the bat? Okay. Yeah. Never heard that one before. (laughs) Now, it's kind of strange, I just gotta say. Um... And it's the last name is Terio. 
It looks looks like you would pronounce it Theralt. Yeah, but since we're uh, we're in Vermont, we understand how to pronounce French last names. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was born in uh, Sanguine. Uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. No. He just had a stroke. <laughs> yes, he was born in Saguenay valley of quebec he's a fucking frog oh god damn it so we automatically hate this man yes oh boo this as, motherfucker as soon as i saw this i was like you're an uh, asshole he's a cult leader yeah. and french canadian this man may as well be the goddamn devil yeah yep piece of shit uh he was born on you can you can turn off the episode now we already figured out he's the worst person that's ever existed exactly <laughs> um he was born on may 16th uh 1947 to, wow, I couldn't pronounce... Goddamn uh, boomer. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Well, this, this is his mother's... This is his uh, mother's father's names, okay? Uh, Hyacinthi and Pierre de Thoreau, uh, Terrio. Those aren't real names. I know. Those are French names. Uh, he was the second of seven children and the eldest boy. At the age of six, the family of... The family. Oh, sorry. At the age of six, the family of this, of this young whippersnapper, was fine young man. Uh, yeah, that I'm sure was not physically abused as a child. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, they moved to the community of Thetford Mines in Eastern Townships. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking Skyrim place. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that's why I, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's near Shorestone. I know where that is. Aha, uh-huh. yes. The town's uh, local school went up to the seventh grade, and, well, none of the Terrio kids went any further than seventh Ooh, grade. Oh, shocking. Yeah. And not even Roush at all. He just stayed there. Uh, who uh, was, according to some, bright, outgoing, and quote seemed, unquote bright. Yes. <laughs> and seemed to enjoy learning. Mm. Although Roush would later describe his parents, particularly his father, as abusive, uh Hyacinthi denies ever having beaten the boy, and even in his youth, Roush himself almost never uh, complained uh about his home situation. Well she didn't have to beat him, his father took care of that. That's dad work. No, his dad said he didn't beat the shit out of him. No, mom said that she didn't beat them. Like no. I said, that's that's no. dad work. He, I said, no, his father denied beating him. Oh, I thought you said his mother did. No, oh. his father. So his mother beat him then. No, they were, maybe. <laughs> they were a progressive couple. They switched roles. Probably. A strong possibility. Anyway, uh, Roush was given... A uh, little to complain about as a child, passing a relatively uneventful adolescence in Thetford Mines. But as he grew older, he discovered that complaining about his childhood was a very great way to get sympathy. Between this and his interest in a number of topics that gave the illusion of a penetrating intelligence for which he was mm. often praised. Mm. Poor choice of words, <laughs> penetrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He came to crave attention. This desire was readily satisfied by his uh, physical presence and by his uh, penchant for uh, showmanship. He also found spirituality very attractive. Uh, his butt, that kind of soon fades. 
a little bit. Right. For a little bit. And the reason why it fades is, well, his father, uh, Hacinthi, was a laborer and, and a devout uh, member of the Union des Electores. Basically, it's an electrician's union. Nope. No? Union of Electors, also known as um, Barrettes Blancs or White Berets. And they're they're just kind of like a, a they're a like kind of like a um a Catholic um little Catholic organization okay inside the Catholic belief in in, in there in in Canada okay well especially in Quebec Ugh. yeah. No. I know we've every time you say that word, it's it's, it's like throwing up. I in your can't mouth. help it. It's a it's a fucking like atavistic reaction. It's 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 like you want to gag. It's built <laughs> into my DNA that when I hear Quebec, I automatically like retch a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's like burping and throwing up a little. Yeah, it's Sorry. like an acidy burp. Yeah. yeah. Well, or you, when you say it, it just leaves a like a filminess mm-hmm. in your mouth. That's exactly. it's gross. So between Mass and his father's forced door-to-door white beret literature distribution campaigns, Rush developed an um, abiding hatred for Catholicism, in particular yeah, yeah. the organized religion in general. Yeah, you force you know, yeah, you force your kids to eat fucking vegetables. They're not going to want vegetables. You force them to be Catholics. Yeah, good chance. Uh, nope. nope, nope, no, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so life moves on, and uh. November 11th of 1967, he married uh, Francine Grenier, a girl from the next town over. They moved to... <laughs> you wouldn't know her. She goes to a different school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they moved to Montreal. Yuck. And again. over the next three years, she gave him two sons, Roush uh, Sylvain Jr. Of course he juniored. And Francois. Oh, God damn it. The worst name. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, during this time, Roush Sr. The only one worse than that is Jacques. Ugh. That's a gross fucking name. Jacques is a gross name. I don't mind it. It's a cartoon rat's name. What? Jacques. Jacques who? He was in fucking uh, Cinderella, I'm pretty sure. There was a Gus. Was there? I'm pretty confident, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it because I don't no. care to. No. Well, anyway, so during this time, uh, Roush Sr. developed some severe ulcers, which, okay, now I'm going to say uh, the severe ulcers. Remember those. Okay. okay. Wish it were hemorrhoids, but that's all right. Yeah. Uh, which had to be excised surgically. Ew. And later developed uh, complications from the surgery. The persistent discomfort of his digestive system fostered a certain irritability on Theralt's part. He also became obsessed with medicine and taught himself a great deal about anatomy. He also moved his family yeah, anatomy. He then he moved his family back to Thetford Mines from Montreal and began developing his own skills with woodworking. Okay. Uh, he began, became involved in uh, municipal politics and joined Le Club RMS, the <laughs> French analog. Uh, yeah, the French analog to the Shriners. 
which he uh, uh, subordinate for for oh, I'm sorry can't read my own fucking shit I guess not yes uh, so it's a French version of the Shriners um, which he kind of uh, substituted for his personal platform for like kind of like a substitute for Catholicism right okay despite the Catholic roots of you know, most of their membership, he just kind of, mm, yeah, you know, liked it, but you know, wasn't so much about that. Uh, he also acquired an interest in sex and sexuality. Ooh, of I course know. he. Well, I, I mean, know. you did say cult leader, right? Yeah, yeah. Cult leader is synonymous with I'm going to fuck everybody else's wife. Mm, don't not all of them are his wife. Uh, well, what's up? I didn't say his wives. I said everybody else's wives. Well. Spoiler alert, we've covered cults before, and all they want is money and fucking. Yeah. Well, this one's a little bit different. Fucking for one guy, not for so much for the rest. Yeah. Well, this one's a little bit different because I must get a little spoil. Oh, we don't have to spoil that. I can cut that out. <laughs> we can just say that there's, there is, there's fucking to be had. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so, he also, so he... Acquired an interest in sex and sexuality, mm-hmm. said, uh, one which was not entirely op- appreciated by his wife or his in-laws. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Now, uh, he also took to drinking rather heavily, which plays a role in the rest of his fucking life, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, he was using his um, mature wood sculpting sales initiative as an excuse to go out... Now, of, when you say mature wood sculpting, is he doing, like, uh, carvings of, like, full frontal nudes, or... I don't know. Because that'd be, that'd be impressive. You know, I said uh, mature. I meant amateur. Okay. Because I can't read my own fucking handwriting. Okay. So let's start with that again. Well, I mean, you typed it, so... Yeah. He was using his amateur woodworking sales, uh, sales and skills as an excuse to go out of Thetford Mines for Quebec City on the weekends to carry his... Out with his little tris. Ah. Uh, women he met there. One such woman was a lady by the name of Giselle. Uh, that's another gross name. Yes. Uh, it just sounds like a streetwalker. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah, that's, nah. that's, a, that's a prostitute name. Or yeah. a stripper. One well, of the two. No, but Tom Brady's wife's name is Giselle. And she's kind of hot. Eh. Skinny, but hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, eventually, <laughs> they're all... Uh, I know people are going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You don't think she's hot? I'm like, no, dude, she weighs 60 fucking pounds? No, I don't find that attractive. Yeah. No. She turns sideways and disappears? Not interested, thanks. Yes. Uh, let's see, where was that? Oh, shit. Uh, we were talking about a prostitute. Giselle. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, so Tarot's uh, finances gave way, and the local credit union repossessed his Thetford Mines residence. <gasps> oh, no. I know. Uh, Francine uh, Rost- washed her hands of Roush, and Roush took up with Giselle. Okay, so he headed okay. back up. <laughs> yep. Although he was having sexual... Uh, Intercourse with her on a regular basis. I really thought you were going to say sexual congress, and I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. That's classy right there. Well, uh, to keep up uh, appearances, he made uh, he made a bed in the back of his truck so it would appear 
<laughs> that his scruples forbade him from sleeping with a woman to whom he was not married. Right. It was around this time he discovered the Seventh-day Adventists. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We have them in Rutland. Mm. Uh, the Adventists uh, ministered by a Guadalupan named Pierre Zita. Met in a, um, they met in a local motel room on uh, every Sunday. Uh, Roush. Oh, I'm sorry. They they had, they they held a, fucking, uh, church in a hotel. Yes. Wow, quite the congregation you got there. It'd be I a know. shame if uh, you didn't have a whole fucking hotel room. Well, you know. Oh my god, shit happens, man. Sometimes you got to start getting... somewhere. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, one day you're at the fucking, you know, uh, Motel 6 in a room, number 25, and next day you're in, I don't know, you know, the ballroom. You're Joel Osteen. <laughs> yes. Turning away homeless people during storms because, you know, they don't have any money. Exactly. And you're a huge piece of shit. Well. There, I said it. <laughs> Hot take, Joel Osteen fucking sucks. Ooh. Sue me. I'll even say it on the Patreon so he has to give us $5 to do so. Yeah, there you go. Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roush was their was their most devoted follower. He began following uh, Adventist n- nutritional structures and quit drinking. In fact, his enthusiasm for God's work began to unsettle the Adventists, and his boastfulness irritated those who knew him. Listen, knew when, of his uh, limited education. When you're so devout that you make Seventh Day Adventists uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you need to stop. Yeah. You're doing something terribly wrong. You are just an overachiever. That's like being... Uh, that's almost the equivalent of being... Uh, like if you were a, a Muslim and you were like, No, listen, I'm more than willing to go suicide people, but I'm going to do it to my own family first. And they're mm. like, nah, why don't, we, why don't we not do that? And you're like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm going to bring the kids with me. It's great. Fun for the whole family. <laughs> yes. One of them like elbows the other one. We got to get rid of this fucking guy. He's nuts. Yeah. And that's how ISIS started. Exactly. They're like, Aww. suicide bomb? What? Yeah. You, you. I mean, do we tell him, you know, you know, hey, this is for, you know. We're going to give him a vest, but it's not going to have anything in it. <laughs> Maybe he'll just get shot instead. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Roush became fascinated with the Old Testament. Oh! With its strict codes oh. of masculine authority. He was so fascinated with... He was it was also fascinated with Apocalypse. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you're like, you know, Old Testament seems cool. I've heard about this neat thing called Revelation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read that, too. Yeah. I heard there's whores and monsters. Oh. You're right. There is. Um, yes, um... He yeah he also got fascinated with apocalypse the with the apocalypse portion and with its message of violent retribution for sin in the end times and the division of yeah, the buddy. human race into the elect and the reprobate basically the the haves and the have-nots and, yeah. or the you know the yeah have not would say that or the the good people and the, the shit ass. No good scum suckers. Real motherfuckers they are. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, to make money, he began to sell literature for the Adventists, which is something when he was younger he actually fucking hated. 
you know, because his father made him do it. Yeah, so, doing the door-to-door shit. Yeah, well, I don't know. Something must have happened, and flipped a switch, and he was like, hey, this is fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do this. Uh, it probably had something to do with the fact that he realized he could manipulate people very easily by doing this stuff. Yeah. He did um, so well that Pierre Zita uh, decided to give him uh, workshops on quitting smoking to run. He proved that he could excel with that, and by 1977, he had a group of followers who were uh, Solon Bollard, Chantel Labrie, Nicole Rule. Now that's a stripper name. <laughs> Which one? Chantel Labrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how about this one? Uh, Marcy. That's all the name. It's Cher's mom. Oh. One name. Sure. It's genetic. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot to say. Um, so uh, I forgot to tell. Actually, there's ages too. So, uh, so Lom Ballard, it was it was 21 at the time. Uh, Chantel Labrie was 19. Nicole Rule is 20. Uh, Marcy is 18. Then there's uh, Jose Pelletier, who's 20. Jacques Feist. Oh God uh, damn Feist, it! With that name. Uh, Feist. Would, how would you pronounce this? F I S E T. Feisit? Trash. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Um, Garbage ja- person. Yes. Jacques uh, in his mid 20s. Then there's Claude Olette. He's a hockey oh. player, maybe. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. Right winger? Uh, no, that's a goalie name. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, backup goalie. Mm. At best. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, he's 24. And then there's a married couple. Uh, Jacques, uh, Gagir, who's 24, and his wife, uh, Merci Grenier, who's 23. And then there, they had a six-month-old baby girl. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, this whole little lovely group, you know, got so close and comfy with each other and everything. That they began to gather at Jazeel's mm. apartment. I don't like it. And they would often spend the weekends at her oh. apartment, crashing around any place that they could in the apartment. I don't like that at all. Uh, those that were still in college were encouraged by Roush to drop out because why be in college when crisis? Getting smarts are fucking idiots. <laughs> no, no. No, not that. It's... Why be in college when Christ is coming back soon? Fair. You know, the world's going to fucking end, so why? And if he comes back into your school, you're going to miss the whole fucking thing. Exactly. So, you don't want to die in school. This isn't America. This is Canada. <laughs> so, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah. Sometimes uh, Gazelle w- would uh, become jealous of the attention of, that the other girls were getting um, by Roush. But, uh, but he had expressed interest in, um, yeah. Let me start that again. Sure. Uh, she, Giselle was, was becoming kind of jealous a little bit of the tension that girls were being given by, you know, Roush. Yeah. Um, but he also had expressed interest in becoming a priest and had committed to total sobriety. And she uh, came to regard this as as absurd, even if she realized it wouldn't make much for Thrall to seduce any one of them. 
So she's like, eh, well, you know, he, 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 you know, he wants to be a priest and, you know, he wants to be a fo- leader. So right. he's not really going to do anything else with them. Uh, well, well, surprise, surprise, listen, bitch. listen, history has shown us quite the opposite. Priests mm-hmm. are more than willing to fuck people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Roush's Adventist ministers began to fear that the group of disaffected youth were more attracted to Thoreau's Thoreau's, uh, personality than they were to the church itself. Right. Cult of personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, In 1977, he and his followers attended an Adventist retreat on Lake Rousseau in the woods of Muskoka, Ontario. Here he met Gabriel Lavallee. He was from Quebec. Uh, and, really, no shit. I never would have guessed with a name like that. Well, and Yolande... either Quebec or Canada or fucking France, one of the uh, two. Yes, and uh, Yolande uh, Genebert from France, who joined his close group of advisors. Um, the nature, the natural uh, scenery of Le Crusoe apparently made a huge impression on Roush. In fact, at one point during the retreat. Uh, Taro went hiking by himself and climbed up uh, on a rock, rocky outcropping. He said he had a vision in which the sky was lit up with a white radiance. And a voice of, and the voice of God told him that the uh, outcropping on which Roush had his, was about to kneel was ho- a holy place. This guy's fucking crazy. Yes. I wish you, you would said he climbed up onto a rock like... Outcropping and then fell off. That would have been great. That would have been uh, a good short episode. Yeah, quick into the point before yep. this piece of shit got like out of hand. Yep. Uh, and turns out we were wrong. He was like, "Oh, what's that?" Uh, ah! Yeah, he just sneezed real hard and fell off and fucking cracked his head open mm-hmm. or something. Well, this was the first <sighs> incident the of what would become the ruling element in the lives of those people who had taken to following Tarot. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. With an entourage of eight living followers, which were uh, Giselle, Solange, Chantel, Francine, Nicole, Gabriel, Jacques uh, Fissette, and Claude, uh, a growing reputation as a healer, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and sympathetic connections with the Seventh-day Adventist uh, health food and mission uh, literature supplies. Tarot decided it was time to move his motley band from Thetford Mines. He established them in St. Marie in the uh, Bios region, which is about 65 kilometers south of Quebec City. So Again, closer gross. to fucking us, cocksuckers. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Here he opened the quote-unquote Healthy Living Clinic, an alternative mm, medicine venue where you could get organic foods and holistic literature to help you cure any ailment. Sure, any. sure, sure. But you had to have cash up front, of course. Obviously. Oh. We ain't going to let you do shit for free. <laughs> exactly. You ain't getting fucking medical assistance oh, on credit. Never. Even uh, though if you were just part of the regular system in Canada, you get free fucking health care. Exactly. You have to wait forever for it, but, you know. I don't know. 
I've heard some horror stories. Yeah, but months for cancer treatments. Yeah, I've heard some some not so great shit. Yeah, but come on, we can say the same thing about our VA system. Yeah, the the, the no, it's not the same thing because the VA is so fucking broken. It's not even funny. There's no comparison. Yeah, but there is a comparison because sometimes you wait for shit or shit just doesn't happen and people fucking kill themselves. Or, yeah, when, when you kill you yourself know. in the lobby at the VA because things are taking too long, that's a completely different thing. That's It's a fucked up system and it needs to be fixed, but nobody cares. Yeah, nobody. So, uh, so um, to cash up front, now Tarot insisted that they all wear a uniform, which was an ankle-length pullover tunic. Green for women and beige for men. The fucking mages. Exactly. Oh. They should die. Yes, they should. With yes, they should. <laughs> Roche uh, was wearing would wear a dark brown robe of similar cut. So you couldn't see when he pooped himself. Exactly. <laughs> you pooped yourself. No, I didn't. <laughs> How do you know? The robe <laughs> is brown. Uh huh. So they, like I said, they were. So they wore, you know, these tunics. All different colors because you have to tell them a different part. Yeah. Um, not only was he making money uh, in this enterprise, he was also attracting new followers. Several of the clinic's uh, patrons volunteered time or financial donations, including one Leo Mark Faucher, uh, who sold his worldly possessions to fund the clinic. Oh, don't and- do that. And move his wife. Oh, never do that. And child. Oh no. In with the group. You don't do that. You don't do that because they're gonna fuck your wife and kill your kid. Uh, well. Or fuck your wife and fuck your kid. You never know. Maybe. You never know with these people. Well, Jacques. Uh, they yucky. <laughs> yes, Jacques Jaguer and Maurice Janier did likewise. They Sorry, moved did, in. She, did you say Jacques Jaguer? Gajir, Gajir. Okay, I thought you said uh, Jaguar, and I'm like, now that's a fucking hockey player. I don't know. Well, G-I-G-U-E-R-E. Yeah, I think that's Jaguar. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Jaguar. He's a center. Maybe. Little guy. He's fast, though. Possibly. Quick on the skates, good shot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Probably he doesn't quite hit 100, though. Probably. I'm going to say 85 <laughs> with, the, you know, with a good slap shot. Oh, no, dude. 85 miles an hour is well below average on a slap shot. Those are coming off the stick at, like, upwards of 130 miles an hour. Mm, and mm. dudes used to dive in front of those face first with no helmets on. Mm, they wonder why nobody has fucking teeth. Yeah. Well, he and uh, Mary Say Grenier moved in as well. And uh, Maurice and uh, Jose uh, Pelletier, they rejoined the group. So this group has gone platinum. Not really. Got the band back together. <laughs> yes. So what are we up to, like 15 members? Uh, somewhere like, yeah, that's probably about it. Ugh. Eight, that's 15. still too many. Yeah, because we've got, let's see, hon. We've got one. We've got Giselle, Salon, Chantel, Francine, I mean, it's not important. Nicole, Gabrielle, Jacques Fisset, Claude, and now we have, oh, and the child, that first child. Then we have... Uh, Leo, and then Jacques Grenier. Oh, I'm sorry. Leo and his wife and their child. And then we have uh, Jacques Grenier, Maurice Grenier, 
and Maurice, she came back, and Jose. So we're up to 12, 11. 11. 12. Yeah. 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 So a strange dynamic took hold of the group with all the women except Maurice Jenner, who hated being with the commune com- uh, competing for rock. Uh, this, they called him rock. Okay? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Because, you know, we got to give him a different name because he yeah. was the rock. Um, they, no, he's yeah, he's closer to Roach. <laughs> I would yeah. say, yeah, uh, eventually... that, that's still insulting. Fucking Geralt of Rivia's horse. Wow, well, yeah. yeah, it is an insult to him. Oh, let's call him Cock instead. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the cockroach because yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so a French dickhead. Ooh, yeah. So eventually, Giselle began became very concerned that she might lose. Roush to one of the other girls and took the initiative to propose to him herself. Oh no! One week, one week later, he agreed, and they were married on January eighth, nineteen seventy eight, at an Adventist church in Montreal. There was no honeymoon at all. The group uh, piled back in their van for a five-hour trip home. Oh God, damn! <laughs> five hours in a van full of hippies. Yes. Ugh. Uh, Tarot oh, choked... God, you could smell that thing from a mile away. Just yeah. feet and body odor. Yeah. Oh, God, there's fucking lice in that van. And all the way Ugh. home, Tarot was joking with other girls all the way. Of course, because, you know. Well, <laughs> and while this was going on, Giselle was crying on a mattress in the back, increasingly convinced that it all had been a way to cement his relationship with Adventus with a display of uh, sincerity just by marrying her. She's right, though. She is. She should have fucking, at that point, at this point, she should have been like, I quit, fuck you, I'm done. But no, she's fucking dumb. She's You can't take half my shit because I already gave you all my shit. She's brainwashed as a motherfucker. Yeah, that's what cults do, though, man. I mean, or she's, I don't know. Doesn't even have to be a cult. She's just, I don't know. She might just be stupid. Maybe he's got a big dick. I don't know. It probably smelled, though. Probably. They're living out in the woods. Mm. You know they don't have running water. Because the Lord hasn't decided that they needed running water. True, true, true. Ugh. You're right. Like, visible body lice. Ugh. (laughs) Well, his, um, they... The Adventists didn't really fall for it. They kind of became concerned. <laughs> We're on to you. Yeah. And Pierre Zita tried approaching the parents of many of the girls and tried to convince Giselle to leave the dumb fuck. Yo, he's going to fuck your kids. You need to leave. But Tarot's place in the hearts of all of his followers was much too deep for family or friends to displace him. Yeah. No, it, no, he's really a good guy. Yeah. I love him. He's great. He would never hurt us. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not brainwashing us. We can leave whenever we want. Yeah. We just don't want to. Yeah. Because we can't. Exactly. It's you know? so great being around him. Yeah. He's insightful. He would never forcibly have sex with somebody, including never. one of our kids. Never. Ever. Except for that maybe once. Half a dozen times or so. Yeah. Well, yeah. even the police Became involved uh, at the behest of the families and some of the uh, of some of the girls, and 
the girls refused to speak. So, well, can't do anything about it. And Tarot, that's the throw, uh, yes, Jesus Christ, Terio was their uh, elected face on the outside world. <laughs> Quote unquote elected. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even when local businessmen businessmen began filling, uh, filing into the police station to complain about Tarot's inability to pay outstanding bills, the police hands were tied. <laughs> then they also complained about his inability to shower and the smell. <laughs> Probably that too. You don't know what it's like to live down the hill from this guy. He, uh, uh you can smell him. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, in April of 1978, Tarot was uh, voted out of the Seventh-day Adventist church uh, on Zeta's initiative. This didn't phase Tarot at all. One bit. And his next move was to marry some of the other of some of his followers together. Uh-huh. In spite of the fact that not only did he lack any authority to perform marriages whatsoever, his followers had actually not expressed any interest in getting married whatsoever. <laughs> you, you, fuck. <laughs> but I don't wanna. I don't care. Well, the Lord has demanded. Yeah. He he didn't know they were interested in marriage too. Well, at least to the men that Roche decided that they should be married to. Um, Claude Olette was paired with uh, Solange Bollard and Jacques uh, Fissette with uh, Nicole Rule. Solange uh, invited No her trades. Pa- <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> trade. Solange invited her parents to the ceremony. Uh, and advice from her their priest, they decided to attend. If only to show Solange that they still loved her. They reported that uh, Roush's wedding ceremony was not what they expected, <sighs> to say the least. Really? Yeah. Thoreau's rambling speech stressed the woman's role of subservience to the man. Some of the women in Solange's, white, uh, Solange's family wept, and not for joy. <laughs> surprise, no. surprise. No. Because they're sitting there just going, wait, something doesn't seem right. Oh, this is a cult. Yeah. Oh, no, we should leave now. Because if not, they're going to make us big bread and take our books. Well, this wasn't the only thing that happened. Oh, no. That spring, lovely little Miss Giselle became pregnant. Uh Uh-huh. And feeling rejected by the lack of attention Roush gave her since their marriage gave her husband... An ultimatum. Either he break the commune and encourage his followers to find new homes, or she would move back in with her father. Oh, that's not going to end well for her. Tarot's answer was to smash her mouth in and forbid her to move from her room for two fucking days. Yeah. yeah. Punched her right in the freaking head. I'm like, you Well, mother. at least it was a fist. I mean, yeah. silver linings. There's... They're out in the woods. It could have just as easy, easily been a stick or a, uh, you know, a fist-sized rock and just yeah. smashed your fucking teeth out. Uh, Which I don't want to jump the shark, but I know where we're headed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not great. No. 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 
All right, so let's uh, let's take a break right here, mm. and then we'll. Um... Can we take a break and not finish this? Yeah, yeah, right. Because uh, I know we'll... what's coming, and I'm, I'm super not excited to listen to it. We'll come back and uh, finish this week's episode. <sighs> Fuck, we're back. Kevin had to poop. Uh, no, I had to pee like real bad. Okay, I'm and just saying he had to poop. Since I'm not allowed to keep a jug in here. <laughs> I mean, I can. It's my house. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But I was like, eh. Yeah. Pissing in a gallon jug in front of somebody again is super uncomfortable. Yeah. I've done it before, and it's not exciting. I don't want to see that shit. No, no. I, it was for science last time, actually. Uh, so, well, You ready to get back into this I motherfucker? Guess. Yeah, no, not really. No, can we um, not? Yeah. Oh, no, we can't. We're going to. Okay. I have to share this. You have to. If I had to listen, read this, you could listen. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway. So, in June of 1978, in spite of its financial success, the Healthy Living Clinic faced some serious problems. First was that was the outstanding debts. Second, the constant police surveillance to which they had been subjected since uh since there was a actually there had been a death since you know right the the third was the cutting off of um. Health, food, and missionary oh, literature supplies from their former friends. So glad you finished that sentence the way you did. Because, mm, yeah, yeah, there was the no cutting way. off of, and then I was like, oh yeah, no, yeah. please finish that. The way I hope it, you, uh, you oh yeah, no, thank yeah. you anyway. The pro- so their prognosis was was shit, was bleak, yeah. if you will. Yeah, so kind of the treatment, the recommended treatment that um, Tarot thought was best was move so yeah he loaded up every the whole band into their vehicles and set out they wandered from town to town um down to the fluve saint laurent for a month Ugh. again gross uh-huh. gross fucking name that sounds like a town that the nazis should have invaded they would have surrendered and then we would have fought him there because the french wouldn't do it because they're cowards true yeah. I forgive me. I will give them credit. They were pretty damn good in World War One. True. For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then they got you know, they they, got, they got cocky. Yeah. But also you, when you go into trench warfare still fighting like you're going to fucking Waterloo. You're gonna have a bad time. True. Shoulder to shoulder. Oh, machine guns? What are those? So they stayed there for a month and then in July they found themselves in the wilderness of uh, Gesep, in the Gesep, a uh, wilderness of the Gesep Peninsula. It was there that Tarot disclosed to the group his vision of the future. Tarot told his, the group that the world would end on February 17th of 1979. What's today? Today is uh, March. March 2nd, 2022. Yep. He, he may have been wrong. <laughs> Off yeah. just a little bit. Mm, nice know, try, buddy. I mean, come on. I would say try again, but I really hope you're dead. No. Uh, <laughs> amid a storm of uh, of boulder side. Okay, come on. The Tarot told the group that the world would end on February 17, 1979. Amid a, a storm of boulder sized hail, earthquakes, and lightning. Yeah, fucking hail the size of boulders. Yeah, okay. I think that's called meteors or comets. Maybe. Because comets are big and they're ice. Yeah. Well. He's this guy is a fucking Fruit yeah. Loop. And wait till you <laughs> wait till you guys see him. 
if you haven't Googled him already, he looks like some kind of a fucking, like, he looks like a cave person. Exactly. Yeah. So the commune would become God's chosen, <laughs> like so many others, but only if they made a righteous life of themselves in the, uh, in, yes. 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 Made a life for themselves in the woods of the Appalachian foothills. No, you stay the fuck well, out of America. Well, Tro- go, go to your <laughs> shitty half of the Rockies. We even got the good half of the Rockies, Canada. Well, Take the baseball team. They're terrible. But we got yeah. the good half of the mountains. Yeah. Tarot, uh, of course, would be their guide Ah, through this whole thing. Of course he will be because, you know, that's what he does. He's a good guy. <laughs> exactly. Good dude. Mm-hmm. Huge piece of shit. Yeah. So the group set out on a uh, on foot into the hills of from the village of Saint Go Go Jess. I can't, I fucking hate these towns. On July 9th of 1978, they hiked for two days until they found an isolated hill beside a small body of water called Loch Sec Dry Lake. Mm, exciting. Yeah. Thoreau named the. Diminutive Mound, Eternal Mountain. And it was there that the group made their home. No. They erected a tent town, spent a week retrieving tools from their cars, and then began construction in a small communal cabin. They worked at least 17 hours a day clearing the land and occasionally getting supplies from the village. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jacques Fissette and Claude hacked at, at a... At the ground with a shovel and pickaxe where where the center of the cabin would be. Working all summer to dig a, a well. And and when they finally reached uh, a water table, Roach declared it a miracle. Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. They worked in their tunics and when... <laughs> sh- <laughs> like fucking Vikings. Yeah. Be and, careful, this is my work tunic. Not my play tunic. Yeah. And when tripping over them became uh, inconvenient and dangerous, Rauch commissioned new uniforms. Oh? Yes. These ones were dark blue wrap around short uh, shrifts. Okay. Thoreau rationed the, f- he, he rationed the food, and if anyone complained about anything, even hunger, uh-huh. he would punish them. By restricting their rations, uh, Roush did not uh, did not help much because of his quote unquote ailments, his ulcer. Because he's quote unquote a cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the first time he didn't help. Of course not, hmm. dude. He's a cult leader, not a cultist. Yes, he doesn't have to do shit. Uh, when it was all done, being the cabin, eh, in September. The cabin consisted of a single open room with a floor made of uh, pounded wooden rods and with the with the well in the center, a uh, ceiling made of moss, uh, mossy, twiggy, bark-covered logs, and rooms consisting of uh, a meter-high partitions and bed sheets hung as curtains. Uh, this was to be their home until God began his thousand-year reign on earth. Okay, here's the question. Yeah. If God's so rad, why is it only a thousand years? Why isn't he just going to be, like, back indefinitely? 
you know. Listen, he's only got a set period of time, you know. <sighs> it's like you like like one of those really shitty parties, like starts at four, ends at question mark. You kind of think like an all powerful being. That's yeah. how it would be. Well, you listen, I'll leave when I when I feel like it. He set a timetable a thousand years. Yeah, that's yeah. it. After that, it's time for the crab people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their turn. I'm gone for a while. You know, fuck off. You know, when I come back, you know, we'll have more parties. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I gotta take some time off from my time off. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you guys are fucking assholes. Go back to answering prayers and shit. Exactly. And then uh, listen. Maybe to I'll you come fucking, back. Who knows? Listen to you bitch and complain a little yeah. bit. You know. But I just have to see you, so that's it's okay, you know. I'll I'll, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> so it was also a place of merriment where Tarot would organize uh, skits and songs <laughs> to commemorate Clever. his new life. Their new life. Tarot gave them all new names from the Old Testament. He himself became Moses. Oh, uh, Moises, Moise, Mose. I don't know. Or he Moses. Be- he became Moises Alu. Yes, he did. Cubs outfielder <laughs> extraordinaire. Uh, leader of the exodus from the depraved modern world. He was their, their poppy. His Ew! Mm-hmm. Ew! His wife, uh, Giselle, was their mammy. That sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> and with collective... God, I uh, hope she was white. <laughs> and co- with collective welfare checks of everyone in the group... They had a monthly budget of 1,400 Canadian. Nice. Which is like 500 bucks American. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Because <laughs> your fucking Monopoly money isn't worth anything, just like ours isn't. Yes. Uh, in October, six months pregnant, Mammy Giselle went to Moses, and she said that the women who had not been married were lonely. So, good old Moses. <laughs> I'm going to fix that. Uh, relayed this insight to the other girls, thus giving them the impression that Mammy had been the first to think of it. A few nights later... <laughs> yeah, it was totally her idea. Nicole Rule, whom Roush had, had married uh, to the uninterested Jock Fest, confided to them... That she and Moses had intercourse while everyone was worth working. So now she's probably pregnant. So Giselle wasn't too happy. She was kind of hurt by this. Yeah, understandably. She fled from the cabin. And, well, that kind of pissed off Tarot. He kind of went into a. Kind of a bit of an uh, enraged state. Wait a minute, you're trying to tell me this this fucking clearly insane person has a temper? Yeah. And he fucking grabbed a hold of her, pulled her down, mm. and squeezed her hands around her throat. Yeah. Here's number one. Yeah. Uh, afraid for her life, Giselle agreed to return to the compound. Uh, he declared... Uh, all coming marriages other than the one between himself uh-huh. and Jazeel void. Yep. He then began to marry the women to himself. Uh-huh. Including Gabriel Nadu, the 22-year-old multiple sclerosis invalid that apparently 
didn't try to have intercourse, but he didn't try to have intercourse with her. No, he succeeded in it. He didn't have to try. He did have, however, have sex with his other wives. Yeah. Uh, The rebellious uh, Solange uh, was the last to fall for his his wiles. Ugh. Don't put it that way. That's so gross. Yeah. Um... The one exception that actually never that didn't marry him was uh, Marcy Grenier. She was the kind of the outsider. Um, now let's move on to a little faithful day that some might recognize, November eighteenth of nineteen seventy eight. This was the day that the Jonestown massacre occurred. Yeah. <clears throat> well. Thoreau had a kind of followed the story with a keen interest. Of course. He even claimed to have had a vision of the event the year before. Sure he did. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they now had a very pressing problem. Doomsday cults were now a household concern. Yeah, they're kind of a big deal now. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody's got a doomsday call. Yep, it's like a fucking podcast. Exactly. Like seriously, if this if this technology had existed at that point in time, you would have had less cults, more podcasts. We wouldn't do this because there'd be it'd be so many of them. It'd be boring. Probably. Oh wait. Yeah. Yep. There's a ton of them already. Yeah. Because every fucking like famous person that has like 30 seconds of free time decides, hey, I should do a podcast too. And take away listeners from people that actually put fucking time into it. Yeah. Wow. But they'll listen to mine because I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. So. Dickheads. With Doom Day's cults being a household concern, the fa- and the families of Thoreau's followers renewed their interest in attempts to disrupt the group. The police wanted to take him into custody, but lacked evidence that he was a danger to himself or others. Nevertheless, Thoreau went willingly with them and underwent psychological evaluation. Oh, God he damn it, claimed, Canada. He claimed that he wasn't the, quote, leader of the group, that the commune was a democracy, oh, and that they lived in, quote, peace and without any pro- promiscuity. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and uh-huh. the Canadians are like, oh, yeah, sure, okay. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Sorry. Get on with her, bud. Yeah, just... just God know. damn it, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> he conveniently left out the parts about food rationing, uh-huh. abuse... Uh, choking a bitch. And his polygamous harem. Yeah. Oh, oh, and beating the shit out of his wife. Like I said, choking a bitch. Yeah. 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 Uh, the authorities realized that he was a little bit delusional. Really? Was a crank. Just a little bit? But without any proof... That he was dangerous to himself or anyone else. Did they did they talk to the woman that got her her no. fucking mouth well, fisted? No, probably no? no. Okay, because no. she she may sing a different tune. No, uh, they released. I was asking for it. I was running my mouth, and he had to punch me. <laughs> he, I mean, he fucking just whack. I mean, and this I time it was just a fist. He didn't like tuck it back into the last second and throw an elbow like exactly. he did before. Exactly. That would have been different French-Canadian. That would have been a, a, a GSP move. So they released him on his own reconnaissance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, reco- recognizance, not yeah. reconnaissance. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just can't. I, they should I, have done some actual fucking reconnaissance. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. So with that, 
Terrell went back. Terrell went back. And he, with that, abandoned the Adventist diet. He began eating meat and junk food that you know he probably shouldn't have. Fuck yeah. This is a cult I can get down with now. Is he smoking cigarettes and drinking again yet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He good on you. Started drinking again after two years of being sober. First, com- uh, communion wine, then beer, then cognac. Um, he also began to prostitute out uh, Gabriel. A, to a local grocer for some milk. God Meat damn it. Dude. And cheese. Oh, dude, you're whoring for dairy products. That's not... <sighs> well, milk and cheese and meat, too. Beef? Yeah. Probably all, technically all, da- all dairy products. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he began to deliver long, rambling, drunken sermons. If anyone fell asleep, he smacked their head with a four-inch thick club. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. When uh, Maurice Grenier became pregnant and ate two more pancakes than Thoreau had allocated her, he punched her in the side and broke two of her fucking ribs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A favorite punishment would be to force someone who to strip naked and stand in the snow for a few hours. No one would fight back. It was like being ra- raising a hand against God himself. Except it's not God. He's some douchebag. Yeah. But Jacques Fiss left. And Thoreau told the others he had been taken by the devil. <laughs> what? Yes. Um, Mercy Grenier began to talk about leaving. And Thoreau instructed Jacques uh, Giger, um, her husband, in the eyes of the law, though not in the eyes of him, to right. cut off one of her toes ah! with an axe ah! as a punishment. Ah! Oh, God, at least it wasn't a shovel. When Giger balked, Tarot began to taunt him, saying, What are you? What are you? A faggot? Don't you have any balls? If you want to be a man... You have to learn how to teach your woman a lesson. Uh. So when Shakir began to cry, Tarot grabbed the axe and threatened to cut off all of his wife's toes himself. Reluctantly, Shakir took now, the axe and severed one of her small toes. Now, if you're going to cut them all off, question here. Do you do them all in one shot for efficiency's sake? Or do you grab, like, very high up by the head of the axe and just kind of roll it across each one and snap them off like you're cutting uh, celery? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know, man. He doesn't seem like a very efficient fella. I think he'd probably go one at a time. Uh, no, he'd probably, no, he'd smack them and fucking knock them all. Think so? You think you take them all at once? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Um, well, this was good enough for, for uh, Tarot and... He became Moses' main enforcer. And after this. So <clears throat> so, so he became the enforcer after he watched this dude cut his wife's toe off. No. After his after he was ridiculed, belittled by the by this guy, uh-huh. called a pussy, 
No, call him faggot. Well, <laughs> plain okay. and simple. Okay. And, you know, say, hey, I'll do it myself. And then you're like, oh, no, no, I'll, I'll just be the one to do it. And you just cut off one of her small toes. So then he became his enforcer after he was forced to cut off his wife's toe. Yeah. God, cults are fucking dumb, dude. Right. Oh, God, they're so dumb how they work. Well, the day that Tarot prophesized the world would end on February 17th. Come and gone. Came and went. And I read it wrong. There wasn't a second coming. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, <laughs> because God was watching this happen and went, no, no. <laughs> no, we're going to stay here, kid. No, well. I've already sent you down there once to get fucked up. I think we'll wait. No, no, no. <laughs> According to Tarot, divining exact dates from ah, the messages yep. of God was a difficult business course, for mortals. Course, of course. And as time passes differently for him than for them. So, I'm know, sorry. Yeah, time passes differently for God. Than oh, oh, for, I thought he meant for himself. For no, no, no. Okay, no. okay. Uh, no. Mm. Um. So I yeah, mean, so okay. it's, it's, you know, I mean, technicalities. You know. you know, semantics. Yeah. 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 Off by a couple, whatever. I mean, yeah. what could be? Hey, you fuck know? you! It's my cult. It ends when I say it ends. What could yeah. you know? What could have been like? I mean, it could have been February seventeenth of like. Thirty thirty or something. Because it, it could have been February seventeenth of you know seventeen oh three too. Yeah, and we're. Just... But I mean, it, it really was only like ten days for God. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. he forgot. He yeah. left in the microwave a little bit too exactly. long. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So to the shock and horror of the families of Tarot's followers, this was enough to keep the group together. After all, the end could come any day now. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, Chantel LeBray's parents obtained a court order for a round of uh, psychiatric tests for their daughter. When police officers showed up at the compound, however, Tarot said, basically, get the fuck out of yeah. here. You know? Eat dicks. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What, yeah, okay. One month later, f- uh, and f- one month and four days after Quebec City's Le Soleil published a story on the group entitled they are happy and free to leave if they wish um which referred to Thoreau's uh throw as the group's quote unquote spiritual father yes 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 and which included quotes from an interview with fled members member Jacques Feist and which he stated that the group was demo- uh, democratically run. Ten police officers um, set a helicopter down on Eternal Mountain. They arrested Thoreau for obstruction of justice, and he was ordered by the court to undergo psychological evaluation at Quebec City's uh, hospital, uh, Robert Giffard. Why couldn't they just arrest him for, like, being a piece of shit? I know it's not a legal charge, but still. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a fair charge at this point. Well, while there, being the wonderful cult leader that he is, and this fucking smoozing little oh, bastard. He's, he's brain-fucking people yeah. the entire time he's there. He began uh, integrating himself to the doctors. He claimed that he had saved these kids ah, yes. from self-disillusion of drugs and put them on the right track. Yes, of course. Uh 
the director of the hospital at which Thoreau was confined began referring to the patient the patient as Moses and expressed don't his scorn him. for the public oh, and don't had do that. reflexively assumed that just because Thoreau had a different style lifestyle and had been sent for evaluation, he was he was crazy. And no, he was, he's not crazy. He was not crazy. He's and he not. was released from the hospital early. Judge fit to stand trial for obstruction of justice. Yeah, fucking and yeah. given one year suspended sentence. The media began to portray him as a gentle mountain man. Oh, for Christ's sake, people. And had he run... run <laughs> yeah. And God had a run it. afoul of a prejudiced judicial society. Fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's not crazy. He's perfectly sane. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he is fully capable of doing exactly what he's going to fucking do. Because he's a piece of shit. He's not well, crazy. He's a piece of shit. There's a huge difference. Uh-huh. Well, in the eyes of his followers, this only proved that he was an emissary of God. Ah. Just as he had said he was. If psycho- psychiatric experts couldn't find anything wrong with him... From their position of objectivity, how could they, his most immediate family, how could they? They can't. By rubbing the three fucking brain cells you guys have collectively together to go, uh, maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. Jesus, but fuck me sideways. While he was away, <sighs> little Miss Giselle kept the morale of the group up. Of course, of course, because, you know, uh-huh. the right hand of quote-unquote God... You know, yeah. In early November of 1980, Guy Vere joined the group. Asshole. He was the first new member of the group since the uh, Healthy Healthy Living Clinic. He had undergone treatment for depression at uh, Hospital Robert Giffard, the same hospital that had declared Thoreau mentally sound. After hearing about Thoreau's throw on television, Veer decided to head to into the hills. After passing Gabriel's examination, Veer was permitted to stay at the commune in the storage shed, away from Thoreau and his family. Do you understand how irritated I am yeah. right now? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm just making sure that I you know. know because I know. I I am. Because people are fucking dumb. Oh, I saw this thing about a cult leader on TV and I saw they turned him loose. I think I'm gonna join it. No, oh, yeah. They said he's an okay guy. I mean, yeah. he's a gentle mountain man, what like the they said on TV. Exactly. You fucking assholes. So in his little storage shed, he would get a small wood stove, a case of twenty-four bottles of home-brewed beer, two hens, a rooster, and a, a chicken and a duck, and a meal a day. Veer's job, in addition to his normal responsibility of chopping wood, storing food rations for the winter. And continuing construction on Moses' growing wood cabin palace would be to babysit the group's three non-Tarot children, who were Samuel Jaguar, age 2, Miriam Jaguar, age 4, and Simone Olette, age 2, uh, son of Solange and Claude, during their brief marriage. Yeah. The two people that didn't want to fuck, fucked and had yep. a kid. Uh, Th- Thoreau had three children of his own living at the commune. One by Giselle, one by Solange, 
and one by Nicole. Of course, of course, because, you know. But Veer was mentally unstable and so was only fit to look after the animals who uh, who basically were the, the children. Yeah. Uh, that weren't of... His, not the ones that weren't his kids. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh-huh. Jesus. Uh, on November, on March 23rd, 1980, Thoreau organized a party. His two sons from his marriage with uh, Francine Genier, Roche Jr., 12, and Francois, 10, were coming to live with their father in the commune. Veer, of course, was not invited. His job was to look after those three outsider children. There were two versions regarding what happened that night. The official version... Anytime you start a sentence like that, it's not going to end well. Is that... One... That... Well, the court was actually given by Tarot. Uh, Guy Veer and most of the commune members as well. According to this version, Samuel was crying that night and giving Veer, uh, keeping Veer awake. Veer lost his temper, started screaming at the child to be quiet. Then picking up the two-year-old uh, by the throat, he plunged his fist into the child's face five or six times. The next day, Thoreau discovered what had happened and placed Samuel under the care of Gabriel, uh, nurse of the group. Allegedly, baby Samuel's head was flopping around on his neck and his penis was swelled up. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, Thoreau uh, took a pair of scissors and after sterilizing them in alcohol, he lanced Samuel's penis to permit urine to flow. <laughs> The next morning, Samuel was f- found dead. No fucking way. The, 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 you mean the, the kid that got his fucking got punched in the head so hard that it broke his neck and yeah. then they fucking stabbed him in his in his his, his dick because mm-hmm. they I'm assuming had been some other gnarly shit that had gone on there to cause it to be swollen. Yeah. 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 yeah um, no shit. So according to Mammy Jalise. She told a different story. And I her bet. story was that Samuel's face was bruised on the morning of the 24th of March, but there was nothing else wrong with him. However, Thoreau decided that the child needed to be circumcised. He used a oh, 94% ethanol solution to do more than sterilize the razor, though he also poured some into uh, a rubber bulb. Which he like a, squeezed like a small in. like a like yep. one of them snot sucker things. Yep. Yeah. Which he squeezed into Samuel's mouth for use as a anesthetic. Fucking Jesus Christ, dude! It's rubbing alcohol, not fucking anesthesia. Which this may have been enough to cause Samuel's death. You don't think so? Uh, by alcohol poisoning. After hearing about her baby's death, Marcy Grenier just went back to work. Uh, at supper, Thoreau suggested that. They burn the baby's remains as if they burn them birds or bears. Uh, if they bear, uh, I'm sorry. Thoreau suggests that they burn the baby's remains as if they buried them birds or bears might get into them. Um, I wish birds and bears had gotten into these assholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if they had buried him. Well, uh, Maurice 
Mercier and Jacques Jaguer agreed. Claude Olette did the honors and then left at the com- then life at the commune went back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. Yeah. As normal as it can be after yeah. you just fucking destroyed a child. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I'm gonna leave this week off. Yeah, please. Because we're gonna start next week and it's gonna get fucking better. Not. No, it's not. It's gonna get better towards the end. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. So that's week one of the Ant Hill group. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to like getting back on the road trip where we don't have to talk about kids getting hurt again. Yeah. Cause uh yeah, this fucking sucks. I'm not gonna lie. It's Man. uh Yeah. Last yeah. week was indiscriminate murder of children. You know. Um and this is uh targeted shitbaggery. Yeah. So I mean, it, it just gets even better because <clears throat> no, 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 it no. doesn't. No, it doesn't. So no, it just gets gets more asinine and and I I'm, yeah, and the fact that they I'm, fucking knew this shit was going on kinda and did nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he he. Uh, let's just say, you would think that he can't get any worse. Oh, he does. But he does get worse. I really wish that Canada had the ATF where they could have burned this guy's compound down. Uh huh. But, I wouldn't uh, have. I wouldn't have cried. No, no. But there were. What year was this? This was a. Uh, uh, well, seventies into the eighties. Yeah, they didn't exist yet. And if they had, they would have been killing people here instead, yeah. shooting people's dogs and shit. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you're probably gonna want some headphones or earbuds for this one. Uh, head on over to studio.com and uh, find something of your uh, your choice. We got different styles of earbuds. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got the wired ones that go like back behind your head. They got wireless. Uh, they also have headphones, which we've been using here on and off the uh, the Klar, and uh, they've got this kick ass little speaker called the Femtio, which I use every week when I edit the show. Um, and whatever you want, you can throw it into your cart and get 15% off by putting in the code darkwindows15 at checkout. Um, and that takes it off. Not just It's not just one item. It's your entire order. Um, also, you can head over to Patreon and check us out there uh, for, the, the, for $5 a month. Less than I pay every morning at Dunkin' Donuts on my way to work. You get an extra episode every week. Where you don't have to listen to us uh, uh, pedal our wares at the end of it. It's just uh, music, we bullshit, and then it's over. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you, this week's episode of uh, Patreon is is nothing about a cult. Thank God. And next week's won't be either, because I am going to cover that one for you, because you've got a fucking pretty hefty workload as yeah, it is. Yeah, so. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I am gonna. I got to thinking, I, I, I got to confess. I went, all right, well... I want to try to do something funny, something, and I'm like, oh, this just sucks oh, the fun right out of you. I can't fucking look up anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My brain, my brain got fucking fried. And I'm like, God damn it. This is one of the episodes that as you research it, you sit back, look at your computer and just go, you know what? Internet, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go stand outside for a few minutes and just <sighs> commune with nature. <laughs> Yeah, then I like I told Kevin I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be two episodes. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, 
And hey. I'm, like, I'm like, that's fine. And he's like, and it's the A Hill kids. And I was like, oh no. Oh no, I've heard of them. This is gonna not be fun. And I'm like, yeah, um, can you I mean, could you possibly throw me a bone here and oh, like, yeah. help yeah, me out yeah. a little bit as far as uh you know, like throw me an idea. Yeah. And I'm like and he goes and Kevin's like, I'll just do it. I'm like, no, Fuck no, no, you, no, I'll just, just do one. Just, just throw me an idea. And I'm like, Well listen, I got this week's but next week's uh, I'll hook a brother up. <laughs> I'm kinda like, I don't I don't know, maybe you know, we go for a ride and I'll think of something. <laughs> Cause usually, you know, when we go for a ride, I'll you know, and we talk. I got I got you, dog. <laughs> I'm like I'll, I'll take care of you next week, believe me. We'll find something fun. Uh, uh, I'm gonna tell you guys, just, this just gets it just gets better and no, no, it doesn't get better. Why do you keep saying it's it gets worse. better? It doesn't. It's, Nothing gets better. No. Well, it will get better. Yeah, because I'm. Spoiler alert: This guy's no longer alive. Which, hooray! No, hooray! But uh, I, unfortunately, he doesn't get a just death, like you know, being disemboweled by fucking plastic knives or something. <sighs> That'd be great. Anyway, um, you can also check us out on Facebook. Uh, we actually have the Facebook page. We also have a group, which the group is what we've we've had forever. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page now where you can go over and you can leave us a review if you want, which, you know, makes us feel like we're worth something as humans, uh, which we're not. It's fine. We understand that we're not, but yeah. we get it. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, we're on Facebook, Dark Windows Podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dark Windows Pod. I am on Facebook. My name's Kev Carlton on there because some asshole stole my original account. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Kevin sucks at stuff and there's underscores between each one of those. So if you want to go see that, I haven't posted anything in quite some time, feel free. I'm uh, I'm Kevin higher. I'm on, I'm also on the Facebooks. I'm on Instagram. I'm speedy 802 S P E D I E eight zero two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Okay, that's it. Until then. We got a few weeks to left. Yeah. So yeah, so until then, uh, you know, as as Kevin says. Uh, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Um and there is monsters in the Canadian woods. Uh-huh. Well there used to be at least. Yeah. But unfortunately the fictional ones not fictional, but the uh the mythical ones are less scary than the real ones. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we just ended that on fucking sunshine and blowjobs, didn't we? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs>